Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Bostecu. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hey donkeys, this week I'm hoovering with incredible stand-up musician and actor and food knower-abouter, Nick Helm. You know him from Uncle, Eat Your Heart Out and the million beautiful live shows he has toured and rightly been lauded for. Um, I hadn't seen him in absolutely bloody years, not properly, and it was so lovely, thank you. He has an exciting work in progress run coming up at Soho Theatre in October and November and you can come and see me do work in progress shows and new material in the coming months if you like too. Everything I'm up to is listed on my website nicely. Thanks for listening to Hoovering. Tell other people about it if you want. You can do that by saying, hello, I listen to a podcast called Hoovering and they might go, oh right, that's nice. Or they might go, and... In which case, I don't want them listening anyway, dicks. Um, you can tell other people about it by leaving it a five-star review. Uh, you can subscribe to it. All these things are free, um, apart from paying with your sweet, sweet time. Um, if you want to pay with your sweet, sweet money to support the podcast, that's also an option. Go to patreon.com forward slash the Hoovering pod and you'll see all sorts of things like exclusive content and guest recipes and discount tickets to live shows that I swap you in exchange for your hard-earned pennies. Okay, um, everything interesting that Nick and I mention throughout the podcast, including the things I've just mentioned in the introduction even, are all linked to in the podcast notes. Uh, They should be wherever you got your podcast from. Anything in capitals means I've turned it into a link to the relevant thing. So Nick and I had never tried, um, well, he had never tried Taco Bell food before. And I'd had it once in America when I was nine, which is a heartbreaking long time ago. Um, And it was quite recent news to me that they're in the UK now. So we went to an almost totally takeaway one, really, in town and um, walked walked with our our hot hot Mexican picnic to Russell Square um, to eat amongst the sunbathing students and passing motorbikes, the occasional noise of which you'll just have to forgive. It was a beautiful day in every possible sense. I think this pot is nacho cheese. Oh, yeah. Yes! That's you a good colour. Make, tried to make your own nacho cheese? No. And rice. <gasps> Spicy rice. Okay. And then we've got a box of No, it greens. stood up right. Do you think that that's... It's a mental state like come. that. Oh, 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 exciting. It's, we're in um, 
Oh, look, caught. it's all wrapped up. Oh. What did you order? Did you, I ordered... We've both got... Oh, we've got churros. This is like a little pat lunchbox. Oh, I like that. That's exciting. Yeah, churros came with the... Um... Oh, did they? Cute guys. Are you having them first? No. Oh, sorry for even Starting my Taco Bell... I just had a a nacho. Yeah. Oh, it's nice. Yeah, it's nice. So you've never ever had a Taco Bell before? Never had a Taco Bell. I um, I had one. I think when I was nine in America visiting my uncle. I thought those cyclists were going to steal our Taco Bell. Yeah, like they a, were really a, close. Like an urban seagull. Right. <laughs> So one of these pots has got some sort of chocolatey sauce on. That'll be for the That'll be churros. for the churros. This guy. Cheese, more cheese. Although we didn't, for our nachos. For the nachos. Although we didn't get Pepsi Max cherry today. Yeah. It's the sign of a good establishment that it was on offer. Yeah, I Even agree. though the machine was broken. I, f I found it fun that we both went for Pepsi Max cherry as grown adults. Well... I drink four litres of it a day. <laughs> so Really? It was just nice not to have to I'm compromise when here. I left the house, you know? Yeah. I find that's what leaving the flat really is, is compromise. Yeah. And today, no compromise. None necessary. Oh, fuck, I'm really into this. It's just like the muck you get at the cinema. Ah. It's spicy. Just spicy. Oh yes, this is good. I'm actually all right with how the rest of this goes after this. This bit is, I'm into it. Are you? I think you're perhaps more of a foodie connoisseur than me. Well, nacho cheese. Mm. I mean, I ordered extra. Yep. Is it good? Um. It's, is it meant to be warmer than this? It's all right. If you told me this was diet nacho cheese, I'd believe you. Oh. Do you know what I mean? It's sort of like lacking... Never a compliment. It's like lacking a depth of flavour, do you know? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What I think... So you've never tried to make your own nacho cheese? No, but I've had it made for me by a friend, a brilliant writer called Rose, Ruane, and um, it blew my mind. I, it, I struggled, even in a dinner party setting, not to fucking pick it up and drink it. It was. Yeah. It had beer in it, I think. Is it called right. queso when I you serve it? I, 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 it was it, a vat of liquid cheese. It's changed my life. I've written it into two pilots that haven't been made. Really? Yeah, it's the thing that people were eating. It's like, um, oh, that's clever. Because if you're sat around a table yeah. for nine hours, yeah. it's not like a meal in itself. No. You can tip at it. Exactly. For like, and dinner table scenes are the worst scenes to film every time because um, we did one in Uncle where yeah. I think there were like nine people around the table or maybe there was ten people around the table and um, you have to film like all the wide shots yeah but then you go in and then you film all the close ups yeah and everyone has a close up and everyone has like five takes oh. and so it, on, it, literally you go right that is the dinner table scene and that's the day we're going to film that yeah. and maybe you'll get something done at the end of the day or maybe something really close at the beginning of the day but basically the whole day you're going to be sat around this dinner table it's scene it's epic amount of work you've got to be really careful about the decision you make in the first wide mm -hmm. shot of how many bites you bite of your food because that's yeah. how many you know you're gonna have to take for the next yeah. maybe 12 hours you can like eat your whole, <laughs> eat your whole dinner in like one go and then you've got to do it every single time and you've got to reset it oh. and then they're like by like 5 p.m they're like we're running out of beans <laughs> oh, god. And you're like, no more beans oh god it's awful yeah yeah Crowd scenes and food scenes are kind of difficult. They are. What's the worst? Um, have you ever really fucked? Up? Well, have you ever really fucked up on that front in any acting capacities in terms of the thing you chose to eat? Uh, no, I think the I think the dinner table scene was in the third series. There was yeah. one in the first series where I, yeah, part of you know they'd always get me to eat in Uncle because they 
wanted to make me look like a slob. Yeah. And then I sort of did a thing where I just slouched in every scene. <laughs> and I'd like eat a sandwich in one go. Yeah. And there was one where I was at a party and there was like a load of party food. And I'm talking to Daniel Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. And I had to, and I just sort of like picked up like a breadstick and a pretzel and then some chocolate and then something else a handful of crisps and I went around the table and I just ate them all while I was talking to Daniel Taylor and I, they said cut and they were like oh you've got to do that every time and I was like yeah I know and, then, <laughs> and I did it perfect every time yes Nick like, yeah like, even like when I was biting the breadstick it was yeah. like halfway through a sentence and I was oh, like I'm really, yes. good. I'm really good with continuity it's a sad thing to be proud of <laughs> I'm shit at learning lines but I'm great at continuity I love it so it's great um, when Maybe. did you so when did you go to this Taco Bell mm. I was like nine I think and I went to I think my uncle was living in oh fuck I don't know what bit of America he was living in because it is he's America, moved all around yeah it is he'd moved all around because he worked in construction and it was the first time I'd ever been out to visit him so we would have stayed with him for like a week and then I think my dad went home and me and mum went off exploring on trains and on like big silver buses yeah. and we went to the Grand Canyon and stuff oh wow but I remember like culinarily from that, I mean I, I think I I pretty much dub doubled my the mass of myself over the course of four weeks in America at That's nine what happens years in America. old. It was extraordinary. It was every, like it was great. Every meal in America is a Christmas dinner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, and then you know, I've never been anywhere in America where I haven't had a doggy bag. Oh uh, yeah, it's true. You know, you know, it's like you pay for it, you get it, and then you get yes. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck am I going to do with all this fucking food in this fucking mini fridge? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you go home, you empty your mini fridge out and you just stuff it full of all the fucking food that you're not going to eat. Mm. Um, yeah, it was epic. I remember Wendy's Burger Place mm. being amazing. I remember root beer, loving that. Um, but it's they all stuff do, you can get here now. They used to do root beer but, in McDonald's. Did they? Here? Yeah, like when I was tiny and going to like birthday parties in McDonald's. <gasps> what? Oh, I never got to go to any birthday parties in McDonald's as a kid because I would grow up in the countryside where you had to drive for an hour to get to a McDonald's. You, you really didn't miss out on much. Okay, apart from the root beer though. I'd have loved that. Yeah. yeah. It's a long way to travel for root beer and bullying. Yep. So. <laughs> um. Burger King everyone wanted to go to because you've got the little golden um, helmet. Uh, crown. Crown, they call it. Crown. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the queen. <laughs> She's got a helmet on. Right, so... I've got some kind of orange liquid running out of mine. I got a chicken taco. What did you get? I got a bean. Oh, taco. I got... Oh, I can't remember. I think I might have got mint. No, I think you got bean. Yeah, I got mint. I'm happy with it. Oh, this is what I remember from no, Taco I think you Bell got bean, as a kid. Or I've did got I bean get a... quesadilla. Oh no, so this is your box. Okay. Oh well, just swap. Let's just swap these. I've eaten all these crisps. But my quesadilla's different from you. Okay. And you're all right with the crisps. Yeah. I don't... I've eaten so many I of can't my see crisps myself though, but you haven't. By the way, I, I pronounce them tacos. Or what nachos. What did I call nachos. them? They're not crisps. Sorry, they're nachos. They're nachos. Um, so... Oh god, I'm excited about this. This is a bit I'm in this for. Ah, uh, yummy. Well, this uh, is the one that you wanted, wasn't it? The yeah. Crispy. The crispy taco. I'd never had anything like this when I was nine, and now I feel like I suppose with like Oaxaca and well, and just Mexican food everywhere being good. Right, I'm going in. This is this is a big moment for me. Mm-hmm. So in 1993. I was, I think I was probably 13 by that point, mm -hmm. and I went to see the 15 rated movie Demolition Man. Oh yes! And in the future, in Demolition Man, it's set, Demolition Man set in the future, mm -hmm. it's basically a uh, straight take on Austin Powers. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, um, it's such a perfect description. It's the, it's the same plot. Mm. And, um, <laughs> 
but with a swear jar with like a technological I remember the swearing alarm there's a bit of swearing there's bits of funniness aren't there it's a comedy I think it's a comedy it's really funny I think it was a comedy that was directed by uh, an action man Mm. so he hasn't really picked up on the fact that the whole thing is a comedy so it's sort of like there's comedy that happens but it seems to almost be accidental Mm. but it's I, Demolition Man. I mean, I love I love Stallone, and yeah. '90s Stallone was my favourite because, uh, like I said, I was 13, but the film was a 15. And the first time I heard of Demolition Man was on the infamous Michael Aspel episode, where Schwarzenegger, Stallone, and Willis all turned up to promote Planet Hollywood, and Michael Aspel, by the end of it, was so pissed off with the fact that he had to advertise Planet Hollywood that he quit. <gasps> Not on air. But he never did another one, or he Whoa. quit that season, or whatever. And it was great. I taped it, and I used to rewatch it. And yeah. um, Stallone had just finished filming Demolition Man, and he sort of bought bought a prop in to like show off. <laughs> but it's set in the future, and in the future, the only restaurant that survived the franchise wars. Oh yeah! Is in America Taco Bell, but when it was internationally shown on TV, they replaced it with Pizza Hut. <gasps> What? And that's just to do with who had bought branding rights to different types of advertising for what? Yeah, I think it was Regents, but like... Oh, uh, my God. Taco Bell didn't exist in England. So we wouldn't have bought so anything off the back it. of having seen that. So as a promotional tie-in, Pizza Hut, who probably owned Taco Bell. Yeah, I imagine that, well, who knows what's happened. That was so... That was long enough ago that who knows if they're all in the same cahoots. But that is... Oh, Although, God! Was Pizza Hut Co. for Pepsi? can't remember because this is Pepsi so mm. Pepsi would own Taco Bell right yeah um, I haven't been to a pizza hut for too long me and Nathaniel Metcalf yeah when, um, the last Christmas we were out out yay we went to see an evening with Bernard Cribbins oh yes and he read out the 12 days of Christmas <gasps> oh it's what a lovely oh I love Bernard Cribbins we had a uh, pizza hut buffet Oh, yes. It was a magical time. And we'll have those times again. We will have those times again. Oh, long live Bernard Cribbins. Um, Have you eaten your taco? I've eaten uh, two-thirds of it, and I'm having a great time. It's a bit dry, and my cheese doesn't taste of anything, but I'm loving it because it's an exciting, crunchy taco. I think you've played a blinder getting the beef in there because um, it's a bit juicier than this dry, my dry, dry one. Um, Pizza Hut, we used to, in a sick form, when I, I already said it was quite rural, but we, um, so we all quite competitively learned to drive quite quickly. And so we all drove really badly at 17 years old and all had cars we'd all been saving up for for years. Right. Bangers, but we would take turns at our lunch hour once we're in the sixth form, driving to Pizza Hut, it's about a 15 minute drive. Uh, and it was a fiver for eat all you can at the lunchtime buffet. And we'd go back and just be in the most happy coma for the afternoon because mm. we would go hard on that salad buffet bar. Mm. You could just, they were just, they were just great big, I remember, I probably remembered it romantically <laughs> compared to reality, but I just remember there being tens and tens of different types of pizza. You just got up and go, went back again and again and again. It was amazing. And once on the way back, my friend Hannah drove so fast that the left two wheels came up for a second on a corner. Oh, wow. Yeah, and that was one of the most exciting things that's ever happened to me, too. Not that I want to ever do that again. She was a daredevil, but it, it was thrilling. Yeah, of course. And you were full of pizza as Yeah, well. we were so full of pizza. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, no, there's something about... There's something about eating in at Pizza Hut mm. and even getting an all-you-can-eat buffet at Pizza Hut yeah. that is better than getting it delivered. Yeah. I mean... I associate Domino's with delivery. Domino's is delivery. If you're going to get a big sweaty pizza, you, you get Domino's. Yeah, if you want, if you want junk food pizza, mm. then Domino's delivered. Yeah. But if you want to sit in, then Pizza Hut uh, buffet. In your, I agree. In your heart of hearts... Do you prefer a junk food pizza? No. Like a, no, you prefer bougie, what, sourdough base? No. 
No. Nothing that, nothing like that. I think is it Fereza or Fereza? Mm. That I mean, that is that is like a Ponzi pizza, but mm. it tastes nice and it travels well. Yeah, and it, it goes it goes cold fine. Yeah. Whereas you've got like a life uh, a lifespan of a pizza pizza, which yeah. is probably past its best by the time it gets to you. Yeah, it's true. We've just moved house, right, and. Um, it's really I, tickled me. I, the Pizza Hut buffet stood over the spit shield, like <laughs> like I'm at home, stood over the sink, and I just stand there, and then I say, we need another one of these ones. I don't know why it's made me so happy that it's even called a spit shield. Of course it's called a fucking spit shield. It's a sneeze oh, shield, isn't it? Sneeze Actually, shield. For the salad bar. Yeah, to keep your bodily very thoughtful pre-COVID measure, really. They scrummed it, Leumptious. And then you can be in my podcast. Sorry, I cut you off. No, it's tickled me that how quickly, you know, within weeks of living in this new place that we've established the closest good Italian restaurant that does pizza takeaway. Mm. Not like, that's my favourite, I guess, too. It's like middle of the road, like not... Middle of the road sounds like the worst insult ever. I don't mean three star. I mean, like, not quite sourdough base which is uh, seems to be a massive thing in South East London at the moment <laughs> but not quite Domino's I is left it it's like, like your acceptable standard this is our starting point with pizza yeah this is where I will start yeah I'll eat that and that is good and yeah. anything above that is even better yeah 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 but I won't go beneath this I understand is that what you're saying I think I'd eat almost all the types of pizza, apart from, this is where I draw the line, my ex used to always want to get, because they did two for four quid or something, ones from essentially like a Morley's, like a chicken shop, where I think they must have microwaved them for them to be that cheap, sure. like from Frozen. That yeah. was where I was like, nah, 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 nah. I say Although, that though, Chicago Town microwavable pizza, not had one probably for 20 years, but I've never a had, huge fan back I've never had day. one that worked. Well. Um, it certainly doesn't taste like pizza. And it doesn't taste like cheese on toast. Hot, so hot, like, wet, <laughs> hot, wet, cheesy bread. Remember when, did you ever, <laughs> when you were younger, try and make cheese on toast in the microwave? Yeah. It's not cheese on toast. Yeah. But it's good. It's good. Something about it's really it's good. It's really good. Well, yeah. melted cheese. Cheddar. Something or, about it, if I can only put my finger on it. Oh, yeah. It's the melted cheese. It's the melted cheese. <laughs> it's the molten. There's always an exploding point as well, isn't there, with cheddar? Yeah, bin bag. Oh, it's like a real picnic, Nick. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. Um, um, how did you feel about your taco before I move on to my quesadilla? Uh, my taco was... Um, well, I think this is really interesting, isn't it? I'm not a pizza fan, by the way, just to, like... Okay. Like, um, I still eat pizza because I was a fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I understand. Hero Turtles. Yeah, um, full name, please. But, um... <laughs> but, um... What, this is yeah. quite a lot And also, I just wanted to here. defend Morley's. Yeah, okay, fine. And yeah. their chicken is the best chicken. Yeah, of all of those Little shows. Little tip for you. Okay. Uh, if you ever get takeaway Morley's... Yeah. Or fried chicken. Morley's is a chicken shop that exists in South London, right? Yes. I didn't. I didn't know it wasn't in other bits of London. It's, it's South East London, where I live. It's, it, it's the Godfather, really. It's brilliant. There it's been copied a million times over by. I oh god! I mean, years ago, I tried to. I never got a good bit of stand up about it. But there's so many rip offs of Morley's. Yeah, they're called. There's in South East London at one point. There first there was perfect chicken, then favourite chicken, then favourable chicken, <laughs> which is still there in Hither Green. And um, in the best of all is in Forest Hill, where they opened a second Perfect Chicken, and the original Perfect Chicken kicked off. So they just scratched a bit of the massive plastic pee off, and it's genuinely called Perfect Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's lip smacking chicken. Yeah, I think more this is really good. But what if you do? What you do? You do it most chicken. If you take it home, yeah. Put it in the oven for five minutes. Oh, hello. Hello. It doesn't dry her out. It crisps it up. Oh, so the, okay. So it's not soggy. Um, okay. I thought my taco, considering that I don't know many 
This is the only Mexican fast food place, is it? Um, outside of, I would say, there's a there's a lot of places for a burrito. Oh, you, you get Mexican street food. Yeah. So Oaxacans, is it? They've got yeah. like a market thing. So it's not. And there's like tortilla and all of those like churros, something brothers. There's like chains of places where you can get a burrito, but not get a quesadilla or or crispy tacos. This is, but this is sort of like the equivalent of a Mexican McDonald's, isn't it? Totally. Uh, whereas, yeah, I don't think this is revered or respected. Whereas the other places are sort of like, this is street food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten pounds a nacho. my nacho. Um, Maybe we've been really ignorant about it. Um, I but, feel like uh, I just need to quickly finish my pizza thing. Oh, right, sorry. The thing that tickled me is that not only have we tested all the local pizza places the new in the new house, but we've also learned the delicious sounding, but one that we need to avoid because it travels badly. I think it's so important to think about whether food travels well and takeaway, takeaway times. I don't, I don't ever get like takeaway sushi. Oh, yeah. delivered, sushi delivered. I mean, this is a nice case of deal. Yeah. Um, mm, this is really nice, spicy. I'd rather be in a restaurant when I'm ordering sushi. Yeah. There was this really nice um, Turkish restaurant in Camden that I used to order from. Mm. And I used to order from them all the time. It's so delicious. And then I made the mistake of uh, walking past it once. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> when you actually see the place that you've been eating from, mm. it's kind of like, you're, oh, oh, no. Yeah. I could have lived my whole life without seeing this place. Hell, yeah. So Absolutely. it kind of took the shine off it. Yeah. But, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Um, yeah, my taco was nice. Okay. I, it's, it's weird. Are you comparing it to a McDonald's or are you comparing it to something that you can make yourself? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I, I can make really nice tacos. But then... Do you make crunchy tacos? Not just one for lunch, mm. though, right? Right. No. Do you know what? I thought... I've heard nightmare stories about Taco Bell. <coughs> this is lovely. Mm. <laughs> I'm having a fucking great time. Is it? It's tasty. Taste of stuff. In a way so that much kind of cheese. Yeah, I feel like when you have when you choosing to have McDonald's or something, you're not really choosing to have a loads of incredible tastes. If you choose McDonald's, you're choosing hate. <laughs> it's a less popular t-shirt to the choose love slogan choose hate <laughs> but I um, I think this is choosing flavours I know it's basic bitch and they're, they're not deep deep flavours but this isn't this is yummy there's some I don't know if it's in my beans but there's some spicing that's really nice. It's really mild. I feel but it's it in almost my beans. cinnamony. I feel it in my beans. I feel it in my beans. I've got depth in my about. beans. I've got a bit of depth in my beans here. I think this quesadilla is actually really nice. There's, yeah. Maybe there's a bit too much cheese. Mm. But, um, yeah, it's like, it's quite unusual yeah. to eat something with any spice into in it that's, you know, sold on a mass level, you know? Yeah. It's like, Supermarket curry. Oh, and it'll God. say it's got three chilies on it, and you go, fuck off. Bullshit, has that got Bullshit, three, is that chilies? three chilies? Never ever. Apart from, have you ever had the hottest chili, <laughs> the hottest curry that you can get from a supermarket? But it's not supermarket own brand, it's that soulful brand. No, I thought Waitrose. Was it Waitrose? Oh, was it? do they do an actual hot curry? It was either Waitrose or maybe it was the other end, Asda. Right. I love Asda. Yes, but there's different ends of the market. Yes, isn't I there? understand. I'm. I love whatever's the closest. <laughs> Are you I've telling got, me in all seriousness you don't have a, a supermarket favourite? I've got a, no. I've got no loyalty. <gasps> if I'm going past the co-op, I'll go in the co-op. Do you vote like that? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I vote for whoever's the most racist. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my, this, no. I won't say who, so I might get in trouble, but someone in my partner's family votes like that. And I, I find it fascinating and freeing, actually, and thrilling. 
I think they go well. I'll, I'll I'll look at what they all say and they're going to do, and I'll choose my favourite this five years. Yeah. And I can understand perhaps that's a great attitude to have to supermarkets too. But I do love them all. No, I think it was whatever's nearest. Mm. So I was in Jeremy Corbyn's constituency. Lovely. So it was just like I vote for him because I. I know him now. Yeah. I see I've, him in the street. I borrowed a cup of sugar off him. I'll vote for him. I took a secret selfie with him. Did you? Why was it secret? Because he didn't... didn't know about it. <laughs> 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 he was having sushi in a sushi restaurant. Good man. You won't want to get that delivered. Uh, no, absolutely not. It comes full circle, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to swap? Yeah. My chicken one is lovely. Well, this bean one is lovely. I, I oh, think the bean? spicing will be different. Oh, if I swap chicken for bean? Not, we're not doing a full... Well... I'll have one piece then. Yeah. If that's so what you want. three pieces, right? I don't know. Um, my, my mind's messier than yours. It is. Sorry. It's all right. I'm not angry. <laughs> um, oh, this is so thrilling. Yeah, if there's a Sainsbury's nearby, Love I'll go it. Sainsbury's. Yeah. If there's a Tesco, it's a Tesco. Um... I really love a big, big supermarket. And we, before we recorded this, and I know the podcast is about eating, but you were saying you've got like a picture frame problem. Yeah. I've got a supermarket problem and I have to go, I have to make a conscious effort, like somebody who's addicted to alcohol would about alcohol, to not go in a supermarket every single day. I, no one, I don't, I don't believe anyone, perhaps outside of like the, catering industry work-wise needs to go to a supermarket every single day but something in me desperately desires to go to a I will I'll be like well I don't really know quite how we'll go on if we don't get some watercress I don't do you know what I mean we we will you'll manage I don't have a problem with that right okay I think at the very least you're getting a little bit of exercise as well getting there yeah um and you're not like buying everything in one go my yeah. rule about supermarkets, really, mm. is if you're going to go, try and like have a bowl of cereal or something before you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Don't go starving. No, but... Mm. Do you know what? That bean quesadilla... Yeah. It has depth of flavour, and it's got a really nice spice that coats the roof of your mouth. It does, doesn't it? It's cinnamony, or is it mixed spice or all spice? It's one of those, isn't it? I've got to tell you... If uh, in like an episode of Grange Hill, yeah, uh, me and my mate invited the girls from the sixth form over for dinner, yeah, <laughs> and we ordered Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why for a romantic night you'd order a bean medley. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> but you could you could quite easily uh, replace your own cooking with Taco Bell. You could. I mean that says something, mm. doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's content, right? Just. Oh, <laughs> solid, um, podcast-worthy content. Well, but, like, that's kind of an insult to Taco Bell because it looks like the sort of thing you can make yourself. If, yep. i tell you what. Well, it you is the sort of thing in, you can make yourself. It's, if you, yeah, two, it is. it's two tortillas smushed together with some cheese and beans inside. I mean, in McDonald's' favour, McDonald's is something that you can't make yourself, really. No. Whereas... Taco Bell have really... You know when Ainsley Harrod does beating the takeaway? So. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and then he'll like, uh, someone will order like a McDonald's or like a kebab shop burger. Yeah. And then he'll make like his own burger, which is kind of like three inches thick and he'll do his own sort of like spin and he'll make it a lot better. Mm. But that's not really what you want. No. You want a piece of shit burger, right? They've tried to correct that with that Snapmasters show where they get chefs who are meant to properly, properly recreate Kit Kat Chunky or whatever. Oh, right. Oh, well, do you know what? There's a guy on YouTube called Sam the Cooking Guy. Mm. And he's brilliant. Is it? He? And he'll, like, say, this is how you make it. I can talk about like, occasionally. He's, mm. like, a middle-aged guy who's got his son sort of, like, does all the filming. So he's, like, oh, chatting okay. to his kid about it. It's quite good. This, this is, is so much cheese. This is lovely. Yeah, the, uh, more cheese than chicken. But I prefer the spicing in that I and the too. cheese amount. I'm actually into it. But what I would say is, if you took this Taco Bell mm-hmm. and you put it in a basket with like a napkin coating the bottom of the basket, yeah, and you added maybe some sort of garnish, mm-hmm. like 
quarter of a lime or something and then you hand it to me on a picnic table by the south bank yeah you could get you could pass this off as a oaxaca mm -hmm. what is if you i think you'd need to do a bit more than a wedge of lime i think you'd need like a tiny sprinkling of maybe some like quickled shallot yeah pink shallot something that like you that you call it quickling quick pickling is quickling yeah Mm. Good, isn't it? Yeah, that's really good. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Way too much cheese. Mm. I've just got a mouthful of melted cheese, which sounds great. Mm. But it's not really. No. That's a shame. <laughs> They've let themselves down there at the final hurdle. I'm worried that you haven't got any cutlery for your spicy rice. Oh, no, they've given it me in like a, okay. a cardboard shot. Fine, you can shot it down. I'll just um, get myself. <laughs> yeah, cardboard shot glass for rice. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Oh, it's all right. I'll use the lid. Does it, um, how does it match up to Nando's spicy rice? I think that's set quite a pretty high bar, actually. Um, Nando's spicy rice is all right. Yeah. It's sometimes too... Sometimes the chicken is so... Well, depending on what heat you go for. What heat do you go for? Extra hot, really. Me too. They brought in a new one that's the hottest, but it's got, like, a fruity flavour to it. Oh, no, no. I don't smell like that's not what I want. It sounds sweet. I, I just want, want it to be, be painfully hot. Mm. Have you, you always like really spicy food? Yeah, I love spicy food. Nando's is. He's wagging Nando's his finger. Nando's is a weird one. Nando's is like always best delivered at home. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. I find if you're out, you need to be 15 minutes away from your toilet. <laughs> but I think at home you're all right. Yeah, you're all right. You can home. take breaks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the spicy. Uh, sometimes Nando's is so spicy that. What do I say? Sometimes. If it's so spicy, you tend not to be able to taste the rice. Yeah. It's fair just enough. a texture, you know. Yeah. I love it when you love. What, I mean, I know it's not. It's not a testament to. Um, you were saying that you went to a swanky restaurant in Padstow and that the best thing you had was the rice. Rick Steins. Rick Steins. And why was the rice so amazing? Well, they boiled it in... They boiled the water. The water was sort of like... It had like cinnamon and star anise mm. and an onion. Wow. Had they definitely done it in water and not coconut milk or something? No, it was water. Oh, and wow. then I think a lot of butter was in it. Mm. Um, cloves, uh, cardamom pot. Do you know what I mean? It was mm -hmm. like, it, it wasn't like 
if I was doing rice, I'd put like salt and cardamom pods in. Yummy. Um, and maybe garlic and butter, but like, mm-hmm. there was, it was, it was like they were making mulled wine, but it was oh, rice. It turned into mulled rice. Wi- mulled rice. <laughs> mulled rice doesn't sound great. Mulled rice wine. Um, <laughs> it was, it was, honestly, it was absolutely really? delicious. Yeah. My favourite rice I've ever had is in like a, um, a restaurant in Catford called The Factory. Um, they're Romanian and um, they only have like five things on the menu and it's really simple. Falafel's the only veggie thing and then it's just like grilled chicken or... Um, I, and then just some like bits and bobs and stuff for kids. It's basically like chicken, halloumi, falafel with salad, rice or chips. That's it. But they do those things so well and um, we went there so often when my son was little because they were so good with him that he for years thought that all restaurants were called the factory and we'd like go to a Whitstable for the day or something and be like can we get lunch at a factory please and um, it was fun but anyway their rice is the best rice I've ever had and I don't really know what could be making it so nice other than none of the fancy stuff you've just said it must I think just be butter but not too much because there's nothing yeah. great, there's no, it doesn't, I I'm quite quick to be, there's like a feeling in the back of my throat if I've had too much fat, basically, yeah. that I hate. Yeah. And I don't get that with that. It's I, so fluffy and light. I think the mistake is to, yeah, I, there's a mistake that, you norm, that one would normally make with mm. butter is to be like, well, if butter's an ingredient, I'm going to use it as an ingredient. Yeah. And <laughs> you, you really want to make butter, like, you want to make it known mm. that it is there. Yeah. Whereas I think with rice, yeah. you kind of want to have like that conversation afterwards. Go, do you think there was butter in that? Was it yeah, butter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than go, there was too sure. much butter. Yeah. That butter take that butter had some rice in. Um. Yeah, I think rice is like one of my favourite foods. It's weird, right? Yeah. I love rice so much. I love rice. But I so love plain much. rice. Okay. And then you do something fancy with it, and there's yeah. like, oh, you know, like we were saying about the pizza, you get your basic level pizza mm. that you are happy with, mm-hmm. and then anything better than that is, is, is great, right? But do you have rice just on its own, though, for a meal? No, but like at the end of a meal, right? When you're like putting your plates away and stuff like that, mm. and there's plain rice by itself, I can eat rice. Same with spaghetti, you know, you can eat like plain spaghetti. No. No? Are you a bit Scottish? If you season it. I suppose if you, if you season, season it. the water and you get it out and it's all sort of like salty and taste of spaghetti. My girlfriend you know. hates lunch. Like she's got like an issue with lunch. She's like, I haven't really got time for lunch. And it annoys her that you sort of need a fuel, a refuel at that point in the day. And she makes some of the saddest decisions I've ever watched a person make right. at that hour of the day. And one of them was to get one of those pouches of microwavable plain rice and just dryly and slowly spoon that in. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. On its own. I would... It's the most Scottish thing I've ever seen her do. No, I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't choose to just do that. If I was going to like make a meal out of rice, yeah, it'd be rice and peas with soy okay. sauce and okay. maybe spring onions or something like that. Well, no, that's already thrilling comparatively to plain rice. But You've I just, even got like a vegetable and a protein there. But as a dish, yeah, rice on its own, yeah, is great. And then anything that you do to it, it's so sort of like versatile that you can kind of like it's not that versatile, is it? It's rice. <laughs> Mind you, you can make rice pudding. You can. Sweet, savoury, sticky, fluffy. I've got some nachos. How do you feel about... I'm all right, thanks. I ate, I ate all my nachos virtually. I'm nachoed out. We've got I'm these, nearly ready for pudding. We've got these churros. Yeah. Churros or churroses? Oh, I don't know. Ah! <laughs> ah! The road! <laughs> the road! The microphone hit the deck. Thank you. Um, is there any food that you hate or love that most people do the opposite about? Um, I hate eggs. Do you? Absolutely find them distressing. Really? Yeah. Nick. Um, but um, in every form? No. Okay. No. Um, as an ingredient, people go, whoa, what about cake? Oh, God. Cake no, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean like, that. 
Yeah, of course, I can, as an ingredient, but I just find them so just. The texture, the sight, the smell, just everything about the it. The sight. Just disgusting. I can understand why anyone would hate the smell, and in some instances, the texture, but the sight, to me, suggests perhaps them. a phobia or something. Yeah. Did you have maybe. a terrible, tr an egg trauma as a child? Probably several. Several egg traumas. Yeah. I, I, At the what? hands of a um, an unreliable parental no. <laughs> cook or no. no. I, do, I, do you know what I'm actually finding? I regret bringing it up. Oh really? Because it's made. I'll just say croissants. Okay. I have a difficulty mm. with. Croissants. Do you not like croissants? No, but it's better than having to go into. I could talk about croissants all day. Mm. Bit of jam. Bit of, bit of butter. Yes, please. This churros is I've got a friend. hard and cold, but nice and tasty. These churros are lovely. Mm, I Absolutely really like great. this caramel dip. I really well. like how they're chewy. Mm. They're not normally chewy, right? No, they're long life, these. These are great. I'm having a great time. They're I the love best the churros I've ever had, and I've had them fresh. Mm. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like these chewy. Mmm. Yeah, I love these. Um, oh, yes. Not enough sauce, eh? No. Just enough sauce for one churros. Mm. And now I've got another one now. Yeah. Um, when I first opened them, I thought, I'm full. But I'll taste it. And now I'm definitely eating both churros. They taste so nice. When I first saw it, I thought, a bit stingy with the churros. Did you? And now you're thinking a bit stingy with the sauce. But now I'm thinking, this is just the right amount of churros. In mm. fact, one churros is enough. Yeah. But I think they would have thought, that does look stingy. Yeah. Three is too much. Too much, way too much. Two is like, I've eaten one, mm -hmm. and I'll be like, all right. <clears throat> just because it's the last one, I'll finish yeah. this off. But if it was two, I might leave it, you know? Let's just get this done. Oh, it's so yummy. I love the cinnamon on this. It's good, it's if cinnamon, you, if, right? As yeah. well, I'm really glad that I didn't, wasn't given a choice. If they, I feel like normally with churros, you offered molten chocolate or molten caramel, and I'd have gone chocolate, but this caramel business is fit. Is that what it is? Mm. Do you know what? I thought it was caramel. I thought salty, it was chocolate. It, oh, no, it's salty caramel, I think. Mmm. Mmm. It's like burnt butter. That's lush. That is really great. Mm. I might be coming back to Taco Bell. Yeah. I definitely will. I've had a splendid time. Um, my bean quesadilla was so much messier than your chicken one. Yeah, but it was nicer. Yeah. It did have, it did have more depth of bean. Bean depth. There are people that will... See, your bean quesadilla was at least vegetarian, right? Mm -hmm. If not vegan, but it wasn't vegan because of the cheese. No, there was so much cheese in everyone's life. It was at least vegetarian. There's people there that are so sort of like devout meat eaters mm -hmm. that they wouldn't even consider it. Yeah. And it's like, we've done our best with the vegetarian, so we've got beans. Yeah. There's beef, there's chicken, and you're not going to want this, but we've made an effort in beans. We're in actual facts. It's the nicest thing out of, On the, the, menu. Out of the three. Yeah. Have you always had an uncomplicated relationship with eating? No, I've got a very complicated relationship. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, I find eating... Um, uh, my, my, my body changes shape. It fluctuates. It's always yeah. fluctuating. Sometimes I'll be thinner. Yeah. I've never been skinny. Well, once I was skinny. Um, uh, I, I was skinny. I got a liver infection. Oh, God. And I lost something like oh. two and a half stone in a fortnight. Oh, love. I'm and sorry. I was unconscious for most of it. I was okay. sort of like, I was in a fever. Jesus. And I couldn't eat. And I didn't know what was happening to me. It was really weird. How old was I? I was, I was 16 or 17. Yeah. 
uh, and I went to Glastonbury with my friends who had uh, chronic diarrhea <laughs> the entire weekend. Oh no. Uh, if he even looked at food, he'd get the shits. <gasps> oh uh, God. He was in a, he was, <laughs> we got there on a Friday and it was pouring with rain. Yeah. And I had to put the tent up by myself. Oh God. He said, I'll go and find us something to eat. He warned me before we went. I'll tell you the story. He warned me before he went. He said, um, uh, I've got to warn you, uh, it smells like something's crawled up my ass and died. Uh, just so you know, I'm still going to come to Glastonbury. He was in the year above, he goes, I'm still going to come to Glastonbury. Uh, I'm not going to let you down, but just to warn you, I'm not very well. So we get on the coach oh, no. on the Friday or the Thursday or whatever it was, I think it was the Friday. And we get on the coach and we travel to Glastonbury and there's a there's sort of like a tour bus toilet oh, God. on the coach, which a tour bus toilet is one that no solids must pass. Yeah. And um, <gasps> and he was just shitting his brains out in this, oh, in no. this toilet on this coach. And everyone was looking around like, what the fuck is, oh, no. what's going on? And they were looking at me because I was with him and I was like, <gasps> it's not me, obviously, fucking hell. And, um, and then he comes and he's like, it was like the end of Midnight Cowboy. You know? <laughs> Um, <laughs> and we got into Glastonbury. We got to Glastonbury. We found a place. The Foo Fighters were in the next field, and Dave Grohl is just uh, like, so "What's this? '98?" Yeah. And Dave Grohl is sort of like, they're relatively new, and they're on early on the Friday. And it's pissing it down with rain, and Dave Grohl is just going, "Shit, yeah! Shit, yeah! Yeah!" And then they'd do another song, and they'd be like, God, we're not missing anything. Um, <laughs> and, I was, and I was putting the tent up by myself, and he ran off, and it, uh, he got some food. And by the time he got back, I put the tent up, and we ate the food. And he goes, no. And then he ran off, and he got back, and he goes, you never guess who nearly ran me over. I was like, no, who? He goes, uh, Rolf Harris. And I was like, what? fuck, right. So he nearly got uh, okay, and this, that was back then where the most evil thing he did was almost run my friend over. <laughs> <laughs> so I was ahead of the curve. I was like, I hate this guy. Um, <laughs> um, and um, uh, and uh, basically, basically, it got to such. He was so weak and got to such an effort oh, that he gosh. couldn't make it to the toilet. So he was just sticking oh, his ass out. No, the no. And then I spent the whole weekend on my own, just walking around, and it was raining. Oh God! And people were like skidding around in the mud. Well. But, but weirdly, I've, I bumped into people that I knew. Yeah. Like in this village, in this well, it's like a town that's yeah. set up, and there's thousands of people, and I just kept bumping into people that I knew, and it was all right. But like there's all this mud that was like hip deep. People were like jumping around in it, and I was like going, "If you'd have seen." What I've seen this weekend, oh. you would go nowhere near the mud, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I didn't, anyway, so um, I didn't go to the toilet at all for the entire oh, weekend, God. as if to sort of like offset his efforts. Yeah, as yeah. if to, well, not even offset, just to like rub it in, I suppose. <laughs> not literally. Not li it gets to a point when you're so used to the smell of your friend's yeah, shit yeah. Yeah, it's that awful. It, it becomes like sweet. Oh, it's awful. It's and, awful. And you know, it was it was literally like I felt like we'd been at Vietnam together, <laughs> and I was doing a favour to his family by bringing yeah. him back. Do you know wow. what I mean? It just he stank so much. Um, and I didn't go to, to, and then when I got back um, uh, I, I don't know whether this is a coincidence or not but about a week later I got this uh, liver infection whoa and um, I was uh, like had this fever and I was sweating and all this sort of stuff and I was sort of like um, in and out of consciousness and like the doctor came and like and I was in the sixth form and I remember like my parents were there and I said I was my Miss Bright gone. Miss Bright was my art teacher. And they said, "What do you mean?" I said, "Well, Miss Bright came and visited and brought my coursework over." And they were like, "Miss Bright wasn't here. What are you talking about?" And so I'd imagined <gasps> oh, that my art God. teacher had come to give me on my coursework. I imagined that my bed was on a different side of the room, oh, so that when I opened God. my eyes, I was really disorientated. And then by the end of it, I'd lost about two and a half stones. So yeah, anyway, I fluctuated. Wait, I've got a very difficult yeah. relationship with food. Um, Sorry. 
That's all right. It's fine. I, I did a food show. Yeah, you did. That was one of the eat your heart out. Eat your heart. That was one of the difficult things about it. Was you know, um, I basically uh, was bullied at school, and uh, and um, I developed sort of eating disorders when I was at school. Yeah. When I was 17, 16, 17, about that same time. Yeah. Well, probably younger, maybe fifteen, and. Um, and I've never had like a proper relationship with it. So when they were like, oh, we're going to do this food show, I really, I tried, they, I think they'd done, done some sort of deal with Dave where um, my name attached was the thing that was getting it made. Right. Bizarrely. Not um, at all bizarrely. Because I was like, do you know who'd be really good at this? Because it was something else before. Yeah. We did a pilot and it was about, um, it was about me going to fast food restaurants. It was called Dirty... Dirty, filthy food. Mm. It was about me going to fast food restaurants, talking to the people that owned the restaurant, yeah. and then coming out and giving them a rating out of 10. Right. And I was like, well, it's always going to be 10, right? Yeah. Because I've met them. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. like, suck up to some people and then come out yeah. and go, one. <laughs> I hope their business closes down. It's, like, yeah. it's always going to be 10. And it's always going to be junk food. And it's always yeah. gonna, I was like, I don't, and I've got like these eating things. And I was like, I don't want to. And I said, you know, this person would be good for this and this person would be good for this yeah. and they were like no, no 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 we want to do it with you so they talked me around to it and then I did it by I you know I wanted to make it different and um, so it became what it was which was sort of like a thing that wasn't so focused on just eating food yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but something that was and not called dirty filthy food which was going to be like it was sort of like these pornographic shots of me stuffing food into my mouth and I was like I don't want anyone there's a ma- there's a massive um, YouTube craze for that called mukbang. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. it's um, but also yeah, I don't know how comfortable I'd be doing that because of my history of disordered eating either. Like I think ultimately, like hang on, are you glorifying? Like what? I don't know. I've got too much baggage around binging to bring myself to do that sort of job. But did you have you ever had any sort of help therapy guidance or in advance of that show, or did you just get your head around it and change the show to something you were comfortable to do then? Um, I changed the show to something I was comfortable with. You're still, I mean, it was such a low budget that you're still eating four meals a day. Fucking hell. Yeah, We did an episode a day. Yeah. 16 episodes, yeah. an episode a day, four yeah. meals. Yeah. And there's, no, and there's ways of getting around it where you like, you eat a bit. Yeah. And then you go to the crew and then the crew. Go for it. We had a sound yeah. guy and he just ate all of the food. Yeah. Um, and he was like this stick thin tall yeah. he looked like a he looked like a boom mic. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and it, he just he just ate Big, all of the food. He, he would just literally just yeah. like devour everything. Um, so there's ways around it, but you are still like it's, it's a lot, yeah. Like, what, beyond what you want, beyond what you actually want or beyond hunger. Well they say you're getting paid to eat. Yeah. And you go, Yeah. But you're on camera, <laughs> you feel like the most disgusting fattest cunt ever existed and you've got like close-ups of your mouth cramming food into your face and then and and you're doing four of them a day it's never not going to be complicated you're never not full yeah you're never not you know desperate for the toilet in some capacity you've always got like a microphone on you and cameras on you and you're just sort of like they're going and so I, i think that i think that there are ways of doing it where you're not filming an episode a day if you have yeah, a slightly bigger budget. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was kind of it was great. I mean, I like the show. Yeah. But I think the actual process of making it was harrowing. I think that would be complicated for anybody, almost anyone who's honest with themselves about how like it just goes against all your instincts. It'd be the equivalent. It's the equivalent of doing a show. if you have to eat beyond fullness all the time for a work thing. It's the equivalent perhaps not quite as bad, but of going, well, I've got to starve myself for this work thing that I'm doing. And in that case, I'll be like, nah, can't do it. Yeah, sure. Can't do it. <laughs> so, something, all my wiring will go wrong, like, and it will lead to me doing an eat your heart out on my own in the, in the dark. But like, it's, it is, yeah, it's fucking, but well, then, but like, it's complicated. But when I mentioned with uncle, it's yeah. like, if you've got a scene where you've got no eating, yeah, 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 and yeah. you're meant to be a slob and you're like eating, yeah. I don't have a problem with that. That's great, it's character and you're doing it. Yeah. When it's you and you represent yourself, yeah. and you've been bullied, and you kind of, and also, I've never had a review in Edinburgh, even when I don't talk about my weight, I've never had a review that doesn't mention my weight. Really? Um, fucking I, hell. I probably have had a review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anyone's going to, 
do any background research. I think. But, do you think people assume men are less sensitive about that than women? I, I think they do. You know. Well, I, I think they think, oh, it's just sort of lads' banter, isn't it, to mention it a guy's way? I was talking to David Trent, and he was like saying that he had like very personal reviews about him. Yeah. I, I saw him uh, last week, and he was like saying that he had just reviews just mentioned, and he said none of his material is about his weight. No. I don't think I've written material about my weight, unless it's sort of like trying to make. A, trying to make a point about you know I'm sort of like because I've gone through because I've been bullied yeah and um, and I'm sort of like hyper aware of it and it made my life miserable for a long time I'm still not sort of like comfortable with food entirely yeah um, it's kind of I'm hyper aware of that so I yeah. I I know what joke I'm making. Yeah. Um, I made, I wrote a song called He Makes You Look Fat, which was a self-deprecating joke. Yeah. Self-deprecating song. It's brilliant. About, kind of, don't go out of them, go out of me, because I look like such a fucking car crash that you will look incredible, right? <laughs> which is the song. But that got misinterpreted, so I stopped oh. doing it. And it was like, so I'm sort of like very careful about what I say about my weight, mm. if I even mention it. Yeah. So to have like a show that you've written about dreams and aspirations. Yeah. And for the takeaway, like, overweight, bloated comedian. Oh, God. It's just kind of like you go, well, I didn't mention it. Yeah. Fuck you. So I think it's kind of like, I think it's, I, so it's a thing that follows you around. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and it shouldn't. But there's therapy, isn't there? There's therapy. Thank God for therapy. Two new planets emerge either side of Earth and they're so excited to meet it that they both give it a cuddle but it's a bit too rough and it squishes the Earth and all of Earth's inhabitants die. Start dying. We're all about to die by being loved too hard but the young new planets luckily have um, agreed to be gentle and back off um, but only if you and wildly it does have to be you Nick stack 9,000 chairs into the shape of an enormous pair of boobs all in just 18 hours it sounds impossible but you do it you're a hero yeah. you go down in history as the man who saved us all from being crushed to death by other planets silly young planets yeah. um, you are happiest but also the hungriest because that was exhausting you've ever been this is the opposite of a last meal boobs are exhausting yeah and in the, in the moment, your reward is the feast of your dreams. Obviously, your real reward is that this has just put your pinners in the map forever, even beyond what it already is for your work. You are now godlike status, international university. Could, it, this is amazing. But right in the minute, your reward is a fantasy feast of your dreams. I understand. Nothing has to be possible. Nothing has to, I couldn't give a fuck about ethics, health, consequence, myth. Sure. I'd love to know, in that instance, in the opposite of a last meal, in the best ever meal. The instance. start of a new meal. Yeah. A new me, Al. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs therapy when you can have a chat so, like that? What would it, so what what would would it eat, be? What would you drink? And you can have a who with what a I drink? If you want. Yeah, I want to know what you drink. Just what you drink. <laughs> That's so no. funny. What you eat, what you drink. All of that. And then what would you drink? What would you eat? What would you drink? Yeah, I know, but, it should, but, you, but you could just do... Uh, and what would you drink? And what would you have to drink? Do you have <laughs> a little drink? What shoes would you be wearing? <laughs> what, yeah. what kind of hat would you have? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, my drink... Uh, I'm what band would you have playing? I don't drink... Foo Fighters. Okay. Um, I, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I don't drink alcohol at the moment, or maybe forever. Okay. Um... So for soft drinks, I'd have Pepsi Max Cherry. Delish. It's my absolute favourite. Yum, yum, yum. Especially with ice. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, you know when you go into, like, a cinema and they have, like, one of those dispensers, drink dispensers? Yeah. And you can, like, do a bit of Fanta and a bit of Coke oh. and a bit of that. Pepsi Max Cherry. Yeah. So don't need to change it. Great. Don't need to, don't need to fuck around with that. No, no, no. Um, yeah. And if it was alcohol, Desperados. I love Desperados. You being ironic. Yes, like it's shandy based, isn't it? But with a five bit of tequila and lime. It's but you can't sweet. taste the tequila. So it's really sweet. On camping holidays when I was 12 in France, they would serve us those. And so they have got such a nostalgic place in my heart. You can... I, I just like being in a hot kitchen, sweating, yeah. 
cooking for like you know multiple people yeah and just opening a bottle of ice cold desperado and smashing it down <laughs> and uh, before you know it you're, you're like a surgeon yeah, yeah, yeah. you know desperados desperados <laughs> and you know, people are putting it in your hands and you're like yes great um and then probably like a giant paella lovely whoa lovely uh that everyone can yeah cook. yeah one themselves. of those great big ones like, yeah, a, like a huge spaceship tray. yeah like, yeah, a, like UFO. a flying saucer yeah of paella yeah yeah. Great. And would you have this in a specific place? Well, in your sweaty kitchen, is it? I would have it in uh, that redwood forest that they filmed uh, Return of the Jedi in. Okay, <laughs> really nice. And you having anyone there? No. No? Whole <laughs> <laughs> forest to yourself. Maybe Warwick Davis. No, yeah, maybe okay. not. <laughs> oh, thank you for doing this. Thank you for having me. Mmm, delicious. What a lovely, funny sausage Nick is, and a dreamy guest for going happily down such detailed roads of conversation with me when it came to eating preferences and whims. I loved that. Follow him on the internet if you're not already. He's on Instagram, at the Nick Helm, and you'll be able to find out all the exciting work things that he's up to, um, including the fact that he's got a Soho Theatre run that's on sale already throughout October and November, um, where he's doing a work in progress that will undoubtedly be the stuff of magic. His shows always are. I am also working up the early beginnings of what will eventually be a new show, everywhere from Coventry to Aberystwyth to London. Please come. Um, the best place to find links to my things are either in the podcast podcast notes uh, where you'll also find links to everything interesting Nick and I said to his Soho theatre run to his Instagram and to all the things mentioned in that whole podcast or from my gigs specifically you can go to jessicafosterq.com where I list them under the header my doings that's also where you'll find a link to email me make sure you're following the podcast on social media at the hoovering pod I'm on there at jessicafosterq um, I love to hear from you I also love your financial support. If you've got any spare pennies, um, have a look at Acast Supporter for one-off fivers or whatever. Or you can help me more regularly with anything from as little as two quid a month on Patreon in exchange for things like guest recipes and sometimes totally exclusive episodes and regularly um, exclusive like first dibs for six months or even a year on episodes and stuff like that. Huge thanks to ACAST for hosting the podcast. Hoovering is produced by Emma Corsham and the music is by Mike Greenway. Until next week, happy hoovering. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.